Conservative MP Michael Cooper is accused by the Liberals of making, quote, completely sexist comments and microaggressing against Foreign Affairs Minister Melanie Jolie during a committee meeting looking into Chinese interference in Canada's elections. Independent MP and former Liberal candidate Kevin Vuong went after the Liberal government in question period on Thursday over Chinese interference allegations. Canadian Armed Forces is, quote, determining appropriate steps, unquote, to take against four active duty members of the Canadian Armed Forces who use their social media accounts to bash Conservative leader Pierre Polyev, Conservatives at large, and the Freedom Convoy. Hello, Canada. It is Friday, March 10th, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Andrew Lawton. And I'm Lindsay Shepard. We have got you covered with all the news you need to know, so let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Liberal and NDP MPs were up in arms during a committee meeting yesterday looking into foreign interference in Canada's elections, but their anger was not directed towards the Chinese Communist Party. No, the committee's Liberal and New Democrat MPs were upset because of, quote, completely sexist comments made by Conservative MP Michael Cooper while questioning Foreign Affairs Minister Melanie Jolie. Here's what Cooper said, referencing comments made by Jolie herself about a recent conversation she had with her Chinese counterpart. Minister Jolie, you've talked tough. Uh, You've talked tough with your uh, Beijing counterpart, so you say uh, you even stared into his eyes. I'm sure he was very intimidated. Uh, And now we we learned today, and now we learned today, or yesterday in the Globe and Mail very conveniently, that a visa was not, uh, was denied of a a, a diplomat who wanted to work at the Canadian uh, Beijing Embassy. Uh, one visa? Is that it? And here is how Liberal MPs Jennifer O'Connell and Sherry Romanato, as well as NDP MP Rachel Blaney, reacted. A point of order in regards to the conduct of Mr. Cooper and his comments. I think any woman sitting around this room, I'm sure men have can appreciate it and understand it too. The constant demeaning nature that only occurs to our female minister that appeared today. Yesterday, it was another member of our team asking a question in QP, and a conservative member said she deserved a participation medal. Today, it was a question of whether this minister is tough enough. Every single day, we sit in this house as women, and we hear these, uh, (laughs) they're called microaggressions, but they don't feel very micro, to continuously be undermined. And I think he owes this committee and the minister in particular an apology. And I'm really sick and tired of sitting in here having to listen to it. I am sick and tired of Canadians having to see it. And I'm really sick and tired of the Conservatives just not getting it. Mrs. Romanato? Thank you very much, Madam Chair, and and I too, I'm really disappointed. I want to know if that member opposite, when then Prime Minister Stephen Harper confronted Vladimir Putin and said, get out of Ukraine, did that member opposite say, was he tough enough? That was completely unacceptable, unacceptable behavior for every woman that has ever taken her place in this house. And I demand an apology under Standing Order 18. 
It was completely sexist. It was completely unacceptable. And that should not be what's happening in our committees or in a House of Commons. This is so concerning because women across this country who are considering politics already have challenges. How many times have we talked about how women are treated significantly different than men politicians? For that member to sit in that role and ask a minister of our government that question was completely unacceptable. It was completely sexist. And he should apologize. Cooper has refused to apologize for his comments. He told CTV that they had nothing to do with Melanie Jolie's gender and everything to do with the lack of action by her and her government to hold Beijing accountable. During the committee, Jolie confirmed that only one visa had been denied on her watch to a Chinese diplomat. The loan visa was denied on Thursday. Lindsay, do you feel this was demeaning or gendered in any way, or do you think it was just a generic observation that would be directed to any foreign affairs minister in her position? Yeah, I'm going to give him a pass on this one. I think it was a generic comment. I don't think he meant anything sexist by it. And, uh, you know, sometimes I make little snarky comments that don't land the right way, and I think it was just that kind of situation. There's a showmanship aspect to this. And I I think fundamentally, when the Liberals and the NDP are pointing this out, maybe they're actually upset or maybe they're not. But it does strike me as them being far more outraged by this than they are about what the committee is supposed to be looking into. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau continues to get grilled by MPs in the House of Commons about Chinese interference in Canadian elections including by an independent MP and former Liberal candidate. Kevin Vuong, who ran as a Liberal candidate in the last election before being axed by the party over past sexual assault allegations, asked why the Trudeau government was turning a blind eye to, quote, shady Liberal nominations and sketchy donations from Beijing. Here's what that sounded like. Mr. Speaker, foreign operatives have interfered in Canada's electoral system and our democracy. Media and CSIS documents have indicated that members of the Liberal Party and caucus were involved. Money and instant on-demand supporters were used to get pro-China candidates elected and anti-China ones defeated. Cabinet and the PMO were well briefed on the extent of foreign interference, yet nothing was done. Why is the Prime Minister eager to turn a blind eye to shady Liberal nominations, sketchy donations, and having pro-Beijing MPs in his own caucus? Will his personally selected special rapporteur also be investigating the Liberal Party? Mr. Speaker, uh, Canadians are rightly extremely concerned about foreign interference uh, into our institutions, our elections, uh, and uh, our our democracy. That is why we are putting forward uh, an independent top expert who will look at the entire landscape of interference uh, and uh, make sure that we're doing everything necessary and give Canadians confidence uh, that uh, the right processes have been followed, will be followed. And Canadians can continue to have confidence in their democracy and in the people they elect. Opposition MPs, security experts, and others continue to hound the government to implement a public inquiry into the matter and to disclose the identities of the 11 candidates that were allegedly affected by the Chinese election interference operation. Uh, well, Andrew, just to kind of cleanse the bad taste in my mouth that is 
Kevin Vuong's name. He's also a little bit of a shady character, you know, didn't disclose these sexual assault allegations to the military when he was a reservist, uh, didn't disclose them when he applied to be a liberal candidate, if I'm correct. So um, that was just me cleansing myself of his name. Yeah, I think that's fair. And and I believe that we can probably say it's relevant that a, a former liberal candidate who would have been a liberal MP right now, had it not been for those allegations, uh, is criticizing the liberals. But by no means would I put him up as a hero just for doing so. Right. Now, for those unfamiliar with the details of the story, what is Vuong re- referring to when he says shady liberal nominations and sketchy donations from Beijing? Well, I mean, right now it's hard to keep up. So I, I think that's a fair question. We know there have been allegations of uh, money going directly to candidates, uh, indirectly going to candidates. There have been reports of nominations in which uh, the Chinese consulate has arranged literal busloads of volunteers to support particular people. And uh, we know in nominations, it's not actually that hard to win them. If you just are well organized and you bring enough people to the vote Uh, and sketchy donations. I mean, this is something that even we've seen in Justin Trudeau's own riding where uh, he stands as a candidate in Papineau, which is in Montreal, Quebec. But if you look at the donations his riding association has received, there is a a large number, uh, curiously, from Vancouver with names that on the surface look of Chinese descent. So uh, there are some very real questions here and where there's smoke, there's fire, I think. Trudeau has accused his critics of making the issue of Chinese interference a partisan affair, but MPs of all parties are calling for a public inquiry into the matter. Will Trudeau eventually fold to the pressure and finally call a public inquiry? I think it would be hard for him to pivot from declaring that these two probes that he's announced, the special rapporteur, that these are enough. But you're right. I mean, the call is even coming from inside his own house. John McKay, a a longtime Liberal MP, said this week that uh, China is an existential threat to the Canadian government. And when you have some of his MPs outflanking him, I I do think it poses a bit of a problem. But I don't know if he has the self-awareness to say yeah, you know what, maybe we do need an inquiry after all. The Department of National Defense is investigating four members of the Canadian Armed Forces who used their public social media accounts to bash Conservative leader Pierre Polyev, Conservatives in general, and the Freedom Convoy. This is from a True North report on Wednesday, and a DND spokesperson confirmed that they were not previously aware of the activity and are now determining appropriate steps to be taken. All four members used their Twitter accounts to express negative and sometimes inflammatory opinions about Polyev and the Conservatives. Uh, Comments ranged from comparing him to U.S. politicians, talking about him losing the next election, claiming he's unfit to lead the country. Uh, On the convoy, there were comparisons made by these members to it being an insurrection, claims of alleged foreign funding, U.S. involvement. Uh, One of the members accused Canadian Armed Forces veteran James Topp of being an extremist, The members serve in various branches of the military, and they have quite senior ranks. One's a a captain, one is a master sailor, one is a sergeant, and one is a warrant officer. Uh, These things are are a little bit tricky because obviously free speech is very important. And when you're in the military, though, I don't know if it's as easy to draw that line between your private life and your public duty, is it? I suppose you would expect that a large organization like the Canadian Forces would have a diversity of opinion within it. And I think that's totally fine. I guess it comes down to, um, yeah, should they be able to express those opinions being members of the military? 
uh, in a public forum. Yeah, and I should also note this is not just going in one direction. There have been Canadian Armed Forces members like James Topp who have been uh, faced with charges and discipline and investigations for supporting the Freedom Convoy, to name one example. And I, I think the one thing I would add as well is that when they start talking about fitness to lead, that raises questions of, of what these people are going to do if Pierre Polyev is the prime minister and if he's the one designating a defense minister. So that's why it's not just a free speech issue. But again, I think that any of these limitations should be done very sparingly and only uh, where necessary. That is it for today. Don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend.